What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Building Code. Zach Wittovich here. And I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Charles, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. We uh, have an in-person interview today, so Zach and I are sitting uh, right beside each That's other. That's right. So check a, us a out treat. on YouTube. Sometimes you know it's a good episode when we're shoulder to shoulder. Exactly. Something is up. That's when we mean business, for sure. <laughs> um, very what if we just change the format? We just started being like... Oh, and it's just you and I yeah, in here? we're just like sitting. I wouldn't like that at yeah. all. That'd be a little too much Zach <laughs> time for me. Um, but the the 30 minutes that we have today is the perfect amount. We have a very exciting guest. Twilight Leah Fletcher is here in the office. Welcome yes. to The Building Code. Thank you. Hey, how are you? I am doing great. Good. Yes. Well, a little spoiler. We met already at the Builder Bond event that Charlie was not in attendance. I was not there. No, yep. but no surprise. That's how it goes here on The Building Code. I get to do all the customer facing things and... Charlie. I read the ad for the Builder Bond. That's right. So uh, maybe you heard the ad. That's why you decided to show up. And no. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I. We'll edit that out where she said <laughs> yes there. I think I think I got a direct email. Oh, there so you go. There, Ooh, yeah. special there you go. invite. That's a yeah. that's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're here to talk about that event today, but we can get Perfect. into other things okay. before we you know go too far down there. But uh, we always like to ask our customers a little bit about your background in construction. Uh, We have found in our interviews that everybody kind of has a different story and it's fun to kind of hear it. So let's start there. Like, how did you start in construction? When I was probably eight years old. Really? But that's only because I was helping my dad Mm -hmm. build things outside. He had a small construction business. So that kind of gave me a little bit of background, but nothing in terms of professionalism. Yeah, for sure. But no, I uh, worked for a Class A railroad for several years. Um, moved on from there to implement a couple of CRMs with different companies. And then three and a half years ago, came to Stonebrook for business development and ended up implementing their CRM. Yeah. So I had just enough, I guess, background in construction or knowledge of that type of industry that really gave me a big, big legs up mm-hmm. to uh, get CRM implemented. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I feel like that's like such a transferable skill across different industries like we talk about that all the time is like a lot of the same problems like our customers are trying to solve are the same problems that we're trying to solve and the same problems that someone in the railroad industry is trying to solve um so being able to figure out okay here's how things should work regardless of what you're trying to do and here's how we can help make it happen is is really oh absolutely it's it's taking that real world real world on hands experience and then being able to transfer it into a CRM and go, this is what I think they need to see. Mm-hmm. This is the type of information we're trying to pull out. So having that background in construction, in railroading, in logistics just really helped. Yeah. And then we were talking before uh, we started recording, your office here in Omaha is just kind of right up the street. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about Stonebrook, Stonebrook specifically? Yeah. So Stonebrook was started in 2003 by a couple of friends, uh, Steve Conkle and... Jason Ranke started out as a roofing company there in Lincoln, Nebraska. And about five or six years later, they expanded that. They bought a metal wall system business, Mm. started going into metal wall systems, siding, expanded that into a masonry division. So now we are Stonebrook Exterior instead of Stonebrook Roofing. Yeah. Uh, 2011, I think, is when we came into Omaha and established a good presence here. A few years later, we went to Denver. We have now Stonebrook Exterior in Denver. Wow. And then this past year, we purchased a roofing company in Florida. There we go. So we are just slowly making our way around, but finding those nice little niches that fit not only Stonebrook as a company as a whole, but being able to move our expertise to other areas of the country. 
That's really interesting. That is a very, very short, short <laughs> yeah, <laughs> version of our company. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy to summarize your 20-year history. No, like no. Lips, but that's a really incredible story. Is Ranky a construction company as well? That, that last name sounds really familiar in Omaha. I could be just like, I don't know. Maybe I know a Ranky. They're construction. local boys from here. Heron? Heron. Hebron? Oh, Hebron. Cool. There we go. There yes. Go. Look at that. Gosh, if, they, if they listen to me on this one, they'll yeah, be like, I don't even know where we're from. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's from O'Neill. Sam from O'Neill. Another little smaller town out there in the Great Plains. Yeah. I'm from Ainsworth. There you go. So awesome. Go Bulldogs. That's oh, yep. There you go. <laughs> I, I just went, I don't know if I told you, I went to O'Neill. I went to the Merritt Reservoir and I drove through Ainsworth oh. and O'Neill. There you go. That was Those the first time I had ever been there. grounds. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. Highland country. Very beautiful. That's right. All those. People out there that oh. want to go to the exotic plains in Nebraska, check out the Merritt Reservoir. Shout out. Yes. And the Niobrara River, which everybody has been down. But if you go on an off season, just the beauty of it without four times as many people is right. just outstanding. I mean, it's so gorgeous up there. Yeah. Pretty awesome. We had a great time. Good. So that's, I want to kind of start there with your company and how you guys have evolved, but I am curious, did you, are you implementing your CRM for all those businesses and locations? Yes, all all locations. So we're housed under one little, mm-hmm. what would you call it? Like a parent the, company? Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing I'm not doing is the residential side, the private sector side. I'm strictly on the commercial mm-hmm. side of things. Mm-hmm. So I implemented the CRM for the commercial side. Got it. That's awesome. But that is for all locations. Yeah. So when it comes down to the way you guys are using builder trend is that your primary crm for today for my set of work yeah, yeah. for your for your team yes ah, that's awesome um that's that's one of those things that like when it comes to finding like a construction crm there's not a lot out there in the market right and so uh, this is not an area of the program that we've talked a lot on builder okay. trend as far as or as in the podcast as far as like using the sales side so overall um you know, what has been your experience with, you know, using the Builder Trend CRM? Overall, coming from our CRM when I came on board about three and a half years ago, and that was an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. So, I mean, basically taking all of those, the general contractors and getting them into a system where we could see what jobs are we bidding with mm-hmm. them? What scopes of work are we bidding with them? How much are we bidding with them? being able to just have that in one spot and then the bid calendar, being able to transfer those lead opportunities right. into the bid calendar for the estimators, that right there was just the huge big check off the box mm-hmm. right there. Um, as far as being a subcontractor with Builder Trend, to your point, it's not quite geared for subcontractors. I think there's a lot of room for improvement there mm-hmm. and a lot of avenues that Builder Trend could go down. But I can see how definitely with a smaller general contractor or your smaller companies that do this type of work, it works great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like we need to have you come while you're onboarding (laughs) all these different companies and how to use it. You should just host a a little webinar here at Builder Trend Um, because we don't talk about it a whole lot. But when used the right way and when implemented the right way with someone with your type of experience, it can be a really, really powerful feature. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, there's some little things like little, I wouldn't call them a nuance, but I'm like, Ooh, if it could do this. Mm-hmm. But I also realize that I'm an outlier as a subcontractor. So it's not going to be high on the priority list, but it's still out there. So I think 
getting more subcontractors involved in the build a trend, showing them, hey, this is what it could do for you, would be just a huge step and a huge shift towards getting a lot of those little things fixed that are geared towards subcontractors. Yeah. And I think it's kind of interesting because I've worked with contractors of all types, subcontractors, GCs, and a lot of times it's the person implementing and their creative side to get the mm -hmm. most out of kind of what you're using. So no matter what system you're, you're going to run into limitations. Right. So it's like, how do you game plan around those limitations? And like you and I have worked on projects like that, where it's like, right. all right, we know we're at the limit. How do we like step around it in order to like make it really work for us? And it's kind of fun yeah. because there's a, even if for our core users, you always have people who kind of come up with things that I would have never thought of. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, kind of fun to see what people are able to do within the or you might just miss something yeah i mean you might go oh i didn't know that i didn't know you could do that yeah that would work for what we're trying to accomplish yeah so there's just so many different things that you can use but sometimes if you just don't have the right direction or the right know with how to go oh let's just try this and see if it works let's get creative yeah and that's my favorite. You yeah. just right. like, you know what? We're going to try it. <laughs> just see how it goes. Yeah. Well, what I think is so beneficial in that area is just like talking. Well, like Zach and I are really fortunate that we get to talk to the best oh. people in the industry on the podcast here, but talking to other people in your network and understanding, okay, what are you trying to do? How are you doing it? Oh, I'd never thought of that idea and started connecting the dots, which is why Builder Trend is really starting to kind of lean into becoming that community and connecting different people. And one great example of that is the Builder Bond. Uh, yes. which you two were fortunate to attend not that long ago. But for myself and other people listening, could you give us kind of a brief overview of what that event was um, and kind of what you what you thought of it? Yeah, so I honestly just really didn't know, aside from, hey, let's get a bunch of our clientele together, let's get them in a room, let's get them talking to each other, meet each other. Yeah. To me, that's typically what I expect when I get an invitation that says, hey, we're gonna have a big event for our customers, do you wanna come? Yeah. But honestly, when you go in and you see all these people, it can be daunting if you're not an extrovert. It can be daunting if you're, if you are, mm -hmm. but just being able to get out there and once you introduce yourself and just get over that hump and honestly, a glass of wine <laughs> right. or a cocktail helps, but you just start talking to people and they might have the same fears you have, but the minute you start talking, you're like, okay, so how do you use it? What do you use, you know, build a trend for, or what's your obstacles? Or why aren't you using Builder Trend? Maybe some of them aren't even using it because they might be in a different division right. within their company. So they're like, I don't know, somebody else couldn't go, so here I am. <laughs> but I think just right there, and then being able to meet some of the staff, mm -hmm. even though you may not interact with them all the time or ever again, just knowing, okay, they're here. I can talk to them. I can at least maybe find who out who I need to speak with within the company. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah. Zach just came up and started talking to me or me to him, I don't know, but. Yeah, you like, go to oh, the, you're, you're the guy you need to yeah, talk yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tall, so it's hard for me to hide. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, we make eye contact. Well, and that's a lot of what's really great about it is a lot of it wasn't even about the software at first. It like comes up, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of what are you experiencing in your business right now? How is the interest rates affecting you? Or like, is that slowing down your backlog from COVID? Like, are you able to get around right. the contracts that have been sitting there for a while? Um, which is what's really interesting about um, the construction industry is they aren't all that connected. They don't, yeah. ha you don't see a lot of like builder twenties in AHBs. Those all exist, but mm -hmm. they aren't prevalent. They aren't, you know, only like the certain type of builder really finds value in it. So it was really cool to see because we had people that were not customers there 
customers who are you okay. know not you know sub they're, they're subcontractors they're gcs like were there any like tangible benefits that you got after the event the of people you met or talked with i would say yes so i did meet one of your coworkers. i can't remember her name her last name is henny but taylor henny. taylor henny yes so builder trend legend yeah <laughs> So her father, I believe it is, mm -hmm. owns Meco Henny, mm. which is a new GC for us that we've been, you know, getting some bid invites with. I'm like, oh, well, there we go. Now I kind of awesome. know, or I've met Taylor. Hey, Taylor, how do I, you know, yeah. get introduced to Junior or, mm -hmm. you know, let's start building that relationship or finding out, hey, can Stonebrook provide some of the work that you guys are looking for? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll find that even though we might be a subcontractor, doing the same scopes of work that Mechlehenny is trying to hire a subcontractor for, it might not be the right fit because it might not be the right size. Mm -hmm. It might not be the right time. The location may not work out, but at least getting that introduction. So as far as a tangible takeaway from that event, that would be one right there just going, okay, now I've met somebody that knows one of the GCs that I'm trying to yeah. work with. Mm -hmm. So you got to no, learn. I just gave a shout out to Michael Henny, so they better call me. Free plug. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Free plug. I'll make sure that we get the word out. That's right. Uh, yeah, so you got to learn about Builder Trend stuff. You got to network and connect about future jobs and working relationships. And mm -hmm. you got an invite on the Building Code podcast. Yeah, that's yes, Talk about kind of three for yeah. three about yeah. the, oh, the, I, the I Builder Oh, I didn't mention bond. that, did I? <laughs> yeah, obviously the biggest benefit there. No, that's so cool to hear. I mean, I think and huge shout out to some of the people in the booth that are listening right now that were like pushing that event and, and kind of created it like that was exactly what we were trying to facilitate mm -hmm. um and hope that people would get out of it so that's really cool to hear yeah it was a great event yeah and i, I think we have plans to want to do another one in the near future and that's that, internally that's one of those things that i'm always kind of a fan of is how do we i always joke like we could be the the, the railroad to the builders I think I've said it on the podcast before, yeah. like connect them together and give people more opportunities. So if we our listeners out there that want to reach out, ever want to talk to builders, like at the very least more than happy to try and connect people. Um, because I think it is something that is craved for and construction is just not that much opportunity for it. Yes. And there's a thought I want to throw in there and especially with CRMs. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've found since I think I started doing this in 2015, is you're never going to find a CRM that fits every single thing right. you want it to do. That doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to find the right people to talk to in that same industry and go, what have you used? What have you used in the past? Or excuse me, that's, what have you used and what are you looking at using? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times it's like, well, it works about 85% of what we want it to do. Mm -hmm. That 85% may be just enough because mm -hmm. you're not going to find 100%. I don't have 100% with Builder Trend. I'm not going to have 100% with, I'm not going to plug them, the other three that we looked at. Mm -hmm. But again, you just have to find that right fit for your company. But being able to find your same industry and talk to those people and get that feedback and that one on one discussion, that can help so much. 100%. And I think I've observed that builders really trust other builders. And so giving them that opportunity to like actually have that honest conversation. I had a great example. I was at a, another builder trend event in Austin and had a customer who was not a builder trend user and she was like on the fence. And I was like, you know what? I just want you to go talk to other people here right? and let them talk to you about their experience and you come back to me and then we can make a decision about what you want to do. And that was the thing that convinced her. It was people yeah. in her peer group, people that she trusted who like build a similar way. And she came back, she was like, 
she signed a complete annual. Like she signed, she went all in just based off that. And all it took was just someone kind of helping her understand like it does a benefit right if you're able to commit to it and like the what you get on the other side is totally worth the processes that you're going to go under even though it's not perfect oh absolutely and i think another really good event that happened right after i signed up for like three month free trial i believe it was or Mm -hmm. 90 days Mm -hmm. you had an event in denver Mm -hmm. and i happened to be going to denver oh did you come to build a show on the road there too i did and it worked out like perfectly so i'm like all right well this is let's get in there and start talking to people let's actually see how they're working the system and that was a big kicker for me Mm -hmm. did you meet other subcontractors there there were not a lot of subcontractors there uh denver is very really full on gcs yeah uh really heavy on gcs i think your subs they are there as well it's a very high competitive area Mm -hmm. right but i didn't see a lot of the subs that we directly compete Mm -hmm. with now i wasn't searching them out because it was still you get there and there is people everywhere so to like zone in and okay, who am I looking for? I was just like, I just want to see how Builder Trend works. Yeah. And that's honestly, funny enough, we've talked about BTU a lot on the podcast and you know, you come into the office even when you were like signing up and, yeah. but one of the things we get in surveys quite a bit from BTU is, you know, it's great to learn the content. It's great to meet the Builder Trend staff, but it's like low key. The best part of build, about Builder Trend University is getting to talk to other builders mm-hmm. outside your region, because there is kind of this, fear that someone locally is like kind of your competition. Right. They're, right. they're going to take business from you. Yeah. I'm not giving you my secrets. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, that's starting to change. I'm it starting is. to see that go away. Have you, you experienced that, that builders are now opening up even locally more? I would say yes. I've never really experienced it, but the whole mindset, at least what I have witnessed is, Hey, we may be competing against you, or we may be putting out a bid to four or five general contractors within Omaha, mm-hmm. but the mindset is you can't build everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can't win every job. So if you don't start working together pretty soon, you know, this person might jump ship and move over here. Well, guess where your secrets are going. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're already out there. Mm-hmm. So the more I see GCs helping each other, like if we, if a GC loses a bid and I call them like, yeah, we didn't win it. If I ask them who won, they're more than willing to say, Oh, it's so-and-so mm-hmm. then I can call them and give that GC my number. But I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of them open up more because I think a lot of people are looking at, hey, well, you know what? It might be better on this side of the fence. Yeah. But that does happen. So your secrets aren't always safe. Yeah. It's better to open up. But if you're within your company, make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to get the most benefit. That's a great point. That's really interesting. I love thinking about the connectivity of the construction industry. You know, right. GCs are sharing which subs they like to work with yeah. subs are talking to other subs about which GCs are paying you on time and right. are running good schedules and making sure, you know, like every, all the logistics are taken care of. Yes. Um, it's even in my five years, I think I said this a few episodes ago. So it's like my last five years when I started at builder trend, I feel like it's really, the industry has really like taken a step forward Oh yeah, compared to even my early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that snowball effect. It's really exciting because it feels like we're really starting to see, more and more of that in all these markets, um, yeah. more than ever. Well, yeah, builder trends even starting to like dip their toe into the supplier side mm-hmm. as well too. So like, how do we get, how do we facilitate that relationship? How do we help our builders get better deals and more rebates? How do we make help suppliers get more people buying for them and increase their sales and mm-hmm. things like that? But the ecosystem as a whole and hearing just like hearing you talk, that's not just needed, but like wanted, like people are craving mm-hmm. for that sort of connectivity. 
Oh, absolutely. Especially with everything that's gone on the past three years since the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, you've got prices all over the all over the yeah. place. What a whirlwind. You know, we went from giving proposals saying good for 90 days to good for 30 days to 14 days. Wow. That's insane. I mean, because you, you couldn't predict what was going to happen. Now wow. it's finally, obviously, starting to level out a little bit to where we can hold our proposals and our prices for 60, 90 days if needed. But again, yeah, it just... That whole graph of, we don't know when it's going to change. Mm -hmm. I know this is a little bit of a unrelated topic, but you know, you mentioned you're mostly on the commercial side. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing any differences from the commercial side of the business from the residential? Do you do you have any insight on like if residential is going through a slowdown and commercials being maintained? Or I don't don't know. I I don't. I I, I can make up something, sure. but I mean, it's not going <laughs> to do me any favors. No, no worries. Yeah. I was just um, curious. Yeah, it's just. The, the business itself within Stonebrook being divided as it is, mm -hmm. where you're just focused in on your specialty. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? It really depends. But the minute you start to cross over, then guess what? People are gonna start coming to you for things that right. probably don't fall within your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So it's better to go, oh, that's not me, pivot to this person. Mm -hmm. And just whoosh, throw it to that side of the, mm -hmm. that, that side of the court because for me to try to stay on top of both sides of that, residential, private, commercial, I wouldn't be yeah. sitting right here. Yeah, I'd, right. be, I'd yeah. still be back at the office. Yeah, it, it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. I just, just kind I of knew what you're asking. I think I probably should know that answer from a top level perspective, mm -hmm. but. Well, I think that being intentional about your markets and who you're serving, what you're trying to do is so important. We yeah. talk to people all the mm -hmm. time, but like hearing, I think an expert like you, especially given the track record that you laid out at the beginning of like how you've been able to scale and like go to the different markets. Like that wouldn't happen if you're trying to do everything. Yeah. Right. Like you would still be in Lincoln trying to serve the entire area. It's just as much work, but in a absolute like scatter plot. You start to get in the weeds areas. and you're just like, wait a minute, wait, what? who am I supposed to see today? You're not concentrating on the GCs, which are my customers. Right. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear, and it's something Builder Trend can probably take a, a page out of that playbook as well too. Um, well, it's kind of tough too because everybody, if you have good work, work ethic, you want to help everybody. Yeah, you want right. to make sure: Are we doing what we can for you? You're my customer. You may not be my customer, but I might still be able to help you. Mm -hmm. Well, then you start getting so bogged down that you really lose sight of why am I here? Mm -hmm. You know, my goal is 25 million business. So if I start doing all of that, I'm not going to make my goal. Mm -hmm. Great point. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't know, this may be a really, really high level question, but like just hearing you talk and like, I'm so impressed with just like how intentional you are about learning stuff, reaching out to mm -hmm. the right people at the right time. Um, what advice would you give someone listening? I think especially like newer businesses, I feel like this could be really overwhelming because established businesses kind of have their processes ironed out. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you like, if you lose a bid, you actually call them up and like talk to them. Like, mm -hmm. What would what advice would you give someone listening to this on like how to learn more about their network, how to learn more from the people that they're working with? Is it just diving in and, and calling, or how are do you, you talking from a perspective of a subcontractor or a subcontractor trying to gain new business from a GC? Gosh, is, is it too is it bad if I say both? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you are a new subcontractor and you're trying to get your name out there, a bid everything. Mm -hmm. It may be the smallest, most ridiculous project, but if you're trying to create a name for yourself, bid everything you can. Second of all, make sure you follow up. Yeah. 
um, a lot of times you may find that you are so out of the ballpark and you didn't even know it. If you don't follow up and find out, wow, my margins are really low or they're really way too high, because a lot of times if they're too low, the GC might go, mm, what'd they miss? Right. Yeah. So you really want to follow up and get that feedback from a GC that you're bidding with. Mm. And you said that they're open to giving that feedback. Most of them are. Yeah. I, I can't say all of them. Some of them can be pretty vague. Some of them aren't allowed to. It might be one of their com company policies mm -hmm. where they're like, we're not allowed to give out numbers. Some of them will be able to give you a spread like, mm -hmm. okay, you are 20 to 30% high. Yeah. Well, it's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is once you do bid everything, you might find as a new subcontractor a niche that you never knew you had. Right. Because there's a lot of different things here in Omaha, Lincoln, surrounding areas where you are short on a certain type of subcontractor within a certain scope of work. Mm -hmm. So just bid everything that you can that you know your company can do and follow up and don't expect to win everything because we don't win everything yeah but i do like that feedback when i get it from the gc i love that that's really cool now from the other point from the gc either getting a new sub or i'm bidding and i'm constantly bidding with them feedback any feedback you can give us is great or if, if you can meet with me coffee i'll buy you lunch quick beer don't care meet with me. Mm -hmm. That one-on-one -on -one interaction is so great. Mm -hmm. It just, it helps immensely. 15 minutes, an hour at lunch, don't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Well, I think uh, hopefully Billertrend will continue to kind of lean in to help facilitate some of these. I know we have Billertrend universities almost monthly now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, twice a month. Sometimes two, twice two a month. Two times in October. I actually got a call for that today. Yeah, see? We're doing <laughs> a buy go. one, get one. She goes, she goes do you want to do this? I'm like, what? I'm like, And I'm all trying to prep for the podcast. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in what? Classes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shoot classes. me an email. I'm talking I got a to, podcast in an hour. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. to Zach Wachowicz, <laughs> the Zach Wachowicz right. directly. Yeah, that's right. Do you know who you called? <laughs> You're always welcome. You just roll up whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, honestly. Right. That would be sweet if we just had people come into the office every day. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Uh, that we it is an open invitation if you live yeah. locally like you were more than welcome to come to our office and meet with us and yeah we i used to do it back in the day it was fun yeah well i'd say yeah if you're a current customer and you're listening you know reach out to your coach check yeah. out our com we'll have events coming up if you're not a current customer we're going to continue to do events like builder bond to not pitch you not try to sell you but really just facilitate that that connectivity and that network because it helps everybody yes. mm -hmm. yeah well it's probably a weird just about out of time, but it was great having you on the building code today. This was great. This and is great. Please do stop by anytime and uh, we'll catch you next time, everybody. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. As always, make sure to like, review, subscribe. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. I'm Zach Watovich. We'll see you.